Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez. Hey friends, welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And on today's show, we're just going to be chatting it up with one of my writer friends, Christine Chapel. I am so glad you joined us for today's show because I think you'll be, no, I know, you'll be encouraged by our conversation. And I hope that you'll leave better equipped for an authentic life of real victory. We've had some great interviews lately, and you can listen to any of those episodes you've missed on my website at amyelaine.com. And after you listen, would you be sure to give us a thumbs up, subscribe, comment, and leave a review. We would be so happy if you would do that. It really helps other people find us. And you know you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're on the website, would you check out the Victory Movement? We are listener-supported and would love for you to join us for a one-time or monthly gift to help keep Real Victory Radio on the air. By joining the Victory Movement, you can help others be encouraged to live a victorious life in Christ. I am thrilled to have my friend Christine Chapel on the show today. We met through mutual friends, and she is an absolute gift to me. And y'all don't know it, but she's a super big gift to you, too, because Christine helps me with all things technical on my website. She gets all of the Real Victory Radio shows uploaded to all the places I just mentioned so that you can hear the replays. She is just invaluable to me, and I'm excited for you guys to get to know her better today. So welcome to the show, Christine. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm so excited to be here. It's a lot of fun. Well, I am really excited for you to be here today. We're going to talk a little bit about just mothering and all things, just struggle and hardship and how we can find the hope in that. Would you tell us a little bit more about you and tell the listeners where they can find your blog Yeah, no problem. My name, again, is Christine, and my blog is FaithfulSparrow.com. My ministry is really a mental health ministry, um, mental health and motherhood, mental health in general. Um, I write frequently about mental health topics. Um, I'm a guest contributor at Desiring God, which is John Piper's website. Um, I have biblical counseling training that I'm pursuing, um, some certifications that I've completed and um, and, and pursuing certification with the ACDC, which is, you know, the biggest certification um, program, I guess you could call it, uh, organization for biblical counseling. And I'm a mom. I have been married for about 16 years. We have three kids. And I also battle, um, as you may have guessed, with um, a fair amount of mental health struggles uh, for the majority of my adult life. And so that's really where the heart of my ministry comes from, is just from personal experience and um, really, you know, basically sharing God's comforts uh, to me in my trials um, with other people who are suffering in a similar way. You know, 
God always does comfort us in ways that we can turn around and pour out into other people. He's so good to comfort us in our time of need so that we can pour out to those who, you know, come into our circle of influence where we can pour out and love on them. This weekend is Mother's Day weekend, and you know, for some, this weekend is great, but for others, it's hard or sad or painful. There's so much to motherhood that tears at our hearts, and today we're going to speak some encouragement into moms. Even if you don't have kids, hang out, listen in, because I know Christine's words will deepen your faith and lighten your soul. Christine, mothering is hard, and you wrote a book called... Clean Home, Messy Heart, Promises of Renewal, Hope, and Change for Overwhelmed Moms. And my kids are gone, and I'm still overwhelmed with them sometimes. You know, they're (laughs) adult kids, but you wrote this book. And would you just tell us a little bit about why you wrote the book and how it can help us? Absolutely, yeah. I I wrote the book, um, interestingly enough, uh, in a period where I had back-to-back babies, about a year after I had our youngest child, Charlotte. Um, Our two youngest children are 14 months apart, and my husband was in the hospital with viral meningitis, just out Mm. of nowhere. Um, He contracted that and was hospitalized and all that uh, fun stuff, and um, really it was during that time while he was hospitalized that I began to really just be constantly exposed <laughs> through the interactions I was having with my children all by myself, trying to wrangle the house and be without my husband. Um, you know, they were just using, they were instruments of the Lord to expose my heart struggles in that time. And so really the book is just a reflection of what God was teaching me about my own heart um, and how our children are not the causes of our sin, but they're simply, they offer occasions for our sin to become, you know, on display and become exposed. And, um, and it was really challenging, but the stories just were pouring out, and that's really what you've got there in Clean Home, Messy Heart. And so I think a lot of times we feel overwhelmed in motherhood, at least for me, because the response to the call of motherhood in the nitty-gritty of everyday life can often look a lot like frustration, bitterness, or even hopelessness sometimes, because it is so hard. Um, and, you know, when those feelings are exposed by the Holy Spirit— that is the the key that we have access to a pathway of heart change. So when we feel like, you know, I wish I was just better. Why am I not handling these kids right? Why am I getting so angry all the time? Why am I so bitter that they're constantly asking for my help? And I just want to do what I want to do. I have things that I need to get done, and now I've got to set those aside and, and help my kids. You know, maybe not every mom struggles with that, but those are the struggles of my heart. And the Holy Spirit really helped me during that time to reflect on, you know, my, my responses to my children um, that were often coming from bitterness and frustration. And um, this showed me that there is no t- temptation that is not common to man. Like God is faithful, as First Corinthians ten thirteen says, He will provide us a way around and out of those temptations. But the thing is, is that it takes time, and it takes practice. The other thing that I tend towards is to become um, perfectionistic, and so okay, I recognize I've got a sin. 
I'm angry. I, I want to get rid of it. I don't want to be this way. But then I'll get really down on myself for doing it again, <laughs> you know. And so we have this constant battle of, man, I thought I, I thought I knew what I needed to do. And I'm still having this problem. And that can be, you know, a very hopeless situation, too. So the book really dives into a variety of the hard issues we experience in motherhood, but then it offers the scriptures. Um, this is where we need to turn to for help, and this is where we get our promises for hope and renewal and for lasting heart change. So if I would say if you're a mom who is emotionally, physically, and spiritually drained, this book is for you. But it's not a book about how to become a better mother. It's a book about how to become a more faithful follower of Christ in the midst of your motherhood. You know, how can God, through his word and biblical community, because that's a key point there, um, how can those two things reorient our hearts back to him as we wrestle with the sins um, that are exposed through the interactions with our children? And that's really the main question I've tried to answer uh, in Clean Home Messy Heart. Well, I think you did an excellent job in the book of really getting to the heart issue of what's the real struggle, you know, where the struggle lies and how God can meet us in those moments. And I do think that kids are great exfoliators or exposing, (laughs) you know, they are so good at exposing our hearts and it is hard. It is not always so fun. You know, you have those tender, sweet moments with them, but then there are days when it is just downright hard and we are selfish and we want our own way. But in the end, God is after our hearts and he uses them, these sweet little, little beings to expose the things in us that he wants to help us out with and make us better in. So thank you for writing the book and I've enjoyed reading it. And I think that the, we're going to talk some more about it in a little bit, but I do think that women will find some answers to what's really going on, the heart issue. And, and it's not about being a better mom. It's just about getting with God and letting him work on our hearts to just make us more attuned to him. So I love that you did that. (laughs) One of the questions, Christine, that everybody gets to answer here on Real Victory Radio is where in your life have you found or experienced the most victory? Would you answer that for us? Yeah, I think that's a great way to think about your spiritual growth, you know, to to ask yourself that kind of a question every now and then um, to really look back and see where God has grown grown you. Um, For me, I think uh, reflecting on that, I have noticed a significant change in the way that I've handled unexpected changes in seasons. Um, an example of that would be last year, my daughter was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, and she was hospitalized three times in five months for a week at a time each. And uh, entering into that season, uh, I really had to step away from everything. I mean, I canceled speaking engagements. I canceled all ministry activities. I just dropped it and said, I cannot even have that be a thing I'm worrying about. I've got my kid in the hospital. I need to focus here on, you know, on that. And I think before, you know, even the time when I was writing the book um, itself, I struggled a lot with trying to balance, um, you know, the motherhood responsibilities and life responsibilities and duties and and paying attention to that while also, you know, pursuing uh, really what, which was, uh, you know, ministry ambitions, to be honest with you. And it was hard. It was hard uh, to make those adjustments. And so the fact that I was able, and I'm not tooting my own horn here at 
all <laughs> because this is a miraculous thing the Lord has done in my heart where even two years ago, I would not have been able to step away. I would have said, okay, my kid is sick now, and so now I need to figure out how to work her sickness into the things I want to do and try to do both things at the same time and then get extremely frustrated or depressed that it's not working because, you know, we're, we're all tempted to kind of um, – the Lord establishes, you know, our, our, our steps. Like we have plans that we think we're going to stick to, but the Lord says, no, no, here's where we're going. <laughs> You're coming along, um, kicking and screaming if, if, if that's necessary. And so um, I think that that was really hard for me um, at first, but it's taken a long time for God to pry the fingers off of my times, I call them. So the, and Ecclesiastes, you know, talks about seasons and our times, and I've had to really learn how to surrender um, my times to God. And I think for women who are feeling overwhelmed um, in their motherhood, that can be a problem too, is just failing to accept or to account for or to adjust for the seasons in our lives. Um, I think today's mom can really struggle with that, especially in the world of social media that wants to sell you some kind of, you know, gospel that if you can be a mom, twirl a basketball on your finger, run an independent business, serve, the, you know, do all the things, then you've got it. You've made it. You're the pinnacle of, of momhood, you know. And it's just, it's not, it's not that way. That's not um, what God wants for us. Um and so that would be where I've, I've found the most victory. And it's just, uh, I guess I, I would say that a life of victory for me right now looks an awful lot like triumphant surrender and just a yielding to the divine wisdom and sovereignty of God. Uh, and I don't think you would normally put triumphant and surrender together. Um, but in God's kingdom, you do, <laughs> because you're, it means you're just confidently resting in, in God's sovereignty and his wisdom. So um, that's, that's how I'd answer that question. That is a great answer. And I love that you said the triumphant surrender, because I do think that in God's economy, that when we lay our stuff down at his feet, there is victory in that. And when you mm -hmm. were talking just now, I looked up a, a scripture on my phone that I was reminded of Psalm 16 from the Passion Translation Psalm 16, 5 says, Lord, I have chosen you alone as my inheritance. You are my prize, my pleasure, and my portion. I leave my destiny and its timing in your hands. So when we are trying to put our stuff into his timing, it doesn't always work like that. He has a timetable for us. He has all our days planned out for us. And when we surrender to his ways, there is victory there. So great answer, Christine. Let's move on and talk about how you've recently are, are I'm not sure if you have completed it or if you are completing this program in the Christian counseling. I think you called it the ACBC, which part of that I know is biblical counseling. So tell us what that means. <laughs> but also, would you just tell us how you've overcome some of your struggles with depression and mental health in your own life, what you've learned and how you can encourage the listener that is feeling overwhelmed? overwhelmed today? Sure. Yeah. The first part of that question, um, you know, and if anyone is interested, I would definitely encourage them if they're interested in checking out what biblical counseling is all about um, to go and, and visit the IBCD, which is um, short for the Institute for Biblical Counseling and Discipleship. 
um, I completed training certificates with them. And so it had to do with a bunch of, you know, audio training, video training, uh, writing book reports and, and observing counseling sessions. And so spent a lot of time, you know, going through that. And then through the ACBC, which is the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, um, that process is very rigorous, very long, <laughs> drawn out. And so I have done all the requirements and I've turned in my exams and now I'm waiting for them to be graded and to see if um, if I pass. <laughs> so it's kind of a waiting game right now, but um, even just the training itself has been so valuable to my mental health ministry as, as I write um, and offer counseling in that context. Um, but I would say, you know, probably in terms of my personal experience, uh, a couple of years ago I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder too, and it was something that I had wrestled with for uh, going on two decades uh, with being untreated. And so I knew that stuff was going on, but to be honest with you, I just really tried to self-will it um, away or tried to just do my best to control it. I did not. I had been on medications as a teen, and I just did not want that at all. I did not want any medical treatment. I just wanted to, I don't know, somehow fold it into my life and pretend like it wasn't there. <laughs> so um, that only worked for a short amount of time, and then it didn't work anymore. And so really the biggest thing, um, and I'm not even sure I could say I have 100% victory in the area because I think for some people it's some it's a limp that maybe you may be walking with for a very long time, perhaps the rest of your life. And for, for some people, it will be short. Um, that's not up to us necessarily, you know. Um, but for me, pursuing humility and recovery was key um, because I had learned over time that I was making my healing and mental health an idol. And it's something that is very easy to do because we can want to, even with the heart struggles and motherhood, it's the same thing. We want to be better so badly that it becomes the idol in our heart that trumps every other desire. And it can be, a, and that's a good desire. Who doesn't want to be not depressed? Who doesn't want to not have an eating disorder? Like, you know what I mean? You want to have, um, you want to have healing in your life because it's not natural to be broken. And it's like, God didn't make us this way. This is the result of the fall. Of course you want it to go away. But when it becomes an idol and becomes the only thing that we're after, that is so self-destructive and it's dangerous. Um, and I've experienced the weight of that danger and that destruction, um, even just as recently as a few years ago. And so um, I needed to accept that God's helps are not exclusively spiritual, that God does work through medicines. God does work through physicians. He works through biblical community. He works through a variety of areas. Um, does that mean that the medicines only help? No. You need to have a holistic approach. You've got to be addressing all the different things. Um, but the Bible says, what are you know, Christine, here's what you're in charge of. Christine is in charge of her heart. She's in charge of abiding in, in Christ and serving God's people and, you know, spiritual disciplines and, and all these things. I'm not necessarily in charge of crawling into my brain and doing some kind of analysis as to why it is that I'm feeling this way on a physiological level. That's not my responsibility. Now, some medical doctors may be able to say one or two things about it, but to be honest, the science behind a lot of this stuff is still very young and still not adequate to say what all the causation really is for these struggles. So it's a mystery, and I'm not in charge of solving that mystery. I'm in charge of being faithful, uh, being a faithful follower of Christ, and I rely on God for the best. 
And so it means I'm not solving mysteries um, with my mental health challenges. I'm just doing what I know I'm called to do as a disciple of Christ. I'm focusing on walking in obedience. And when I'm not walking in obedience, then I'm focusing on walking in repentance. <laughs> you know, we have to be giving ourselves, you know, room to, hey, I, you know, I want to be better, but I'm not making good choices, and now I need to repent. Um, and then we move on. We don't linger on the thing. We, we want to receive God's grace for it. And so the best thing I could say to someone who's feeling overwhelmed or depressed, uh, a mother who's feeling overwhelmed uh, or depressed, is something that Martin Lloyd-Jones wrote about that has really just been a nugget that I've held on to. And it's this, that God is not unconcerned. Okay, so fellow mama who is worn and weak and tired, the cross of Christ proves that God is not unconcerned about you. Okay, he knows, he sees you, he cares about you, and he responds to your groanings too deep for words, but he does so in his own time in a very calculated and precise way. And his time is always perfect, and years down the road, you may be able to look back, peek behind the curtain, and see that, yes, indeed, his timing was perfect to help you, but you can't feel it now. And perhaps for that, you're in the season of learning the discipline of waiting. And I would just lastly, you know, say that your struggles are not disappointments to God. They are appointments for fellowship with him. So attend to your body, attend to your soul, leave the mysteries to God, pray and wait for refreshing. Um, And that would be my encouragement to that woman. Christine, that was an excellent answer. I think one of the things that I loved most that you said was that you admitted that you are not fully arrived. And Paul also said that in 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said, the answer is that my grace is always more than enough for you. And my power finds its full expression through your weakness. God does meet us in the weakest places. We have just a little bit of time left, Christine, and I want to make sure that we have time to pray for the listeners. I am going to thank our sponsor real quick, and then we're going to come back and pray for the listeners on this Mother's Day weekend. Before we close in prayer, I want to thank our sponsor. Today's show was sponsored by Sonic Inspection Corporation. They are help you maintain the integrity of commercial buildings. They are a non-invasive commercial fire sprinkler inspection company delivering code compliant inspection services for all commercial facilities. You can reach them by calling 303-308-3000 or going to their website at sonicinspection.com. Christine, we only have about three minutes left, so let's pray for the listeners and just encourage them this Mother's Day weekend. Do you want to start? Sure. Okay. Heavenly Father, God, I'm so thankful for this time with Amy and with the listeners, God, that we were just able to um, be encouraged by your word and just by your grace, Lord, that we are works in progress and that you don't expect us to arrive here, you know, on earth. Um, We are going to be continued to be saved by your transforming grace, um, changed into the likeness of your son. So, Lord, I just pray that that reality, that truth, um, that you will not leave us or forsake us, that we're not doing this hard work by ourselves that you enable it lord as we abide in you i'm so thankful for that so i pray the women who are listening today um, will also feel a sense of your comfort um, but also your courage that you spur them on to continue in um, pressing towards the upward call of, of christ lord you are so good to meet us exactly where we're at you are 
a comforter in our time of need, and you don't expect perfection out of us. So, Lord, today I ask that you would reiterate that in the hearts and lives of moms who are feeling overwhelmed, that you would give them strength and courage to fight the good fight and to continue to press on towards that mark and that goal of just fully surrendering to you and knowing that one day they will hear, well done, well done, mom. We thank you for all that you have done for us. We thank you for who you are and how you meet us in these places of feeling overwhelmed and that you give us the strength that we need to mom better and to be a light in this world. So we just thank you for all that you do for us. We give you all the glory and honor and praise today. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Christine, thank you so much for being on the show. I enjoyed our conversation so much. We covered a lot of ground today, you guys. And I want to just thank Christine for being with us, wishing you a happy Mother's Day if that fits for you today. And thank you for listening to Real Victory Radio. Thanks so much for being with us, Christine. Thank you, Amy. It was great. We enjoyed having you, and we appreciate you for all that you do for Real Victory Radio. Y'all have a great weekend. Thanks so much for joining us today on Real Victory Radio. We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again next Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.